this is Sydney and Sierra and this is the Living Within Stigma podcast. Our mission is to cultivate a vulnerable conversation surrounding mental health for people of color. We vow to you and ourselves to be present and authentic. Together, we will create a space of hope. welcome back yes welcome back to is this episode three i think yes, yes episode three episode three yes and today we're talking about healing with skincare which i'm very excited about yes this is something a little different i feel like yeah you know we haven't done an episode like this and yeah i'm really excited about it too um you guys know like this season we've been doing our whole five star season thing where um every episode correlates to a season so today is episode three so it's referring to season three which was about healing and so we didn't touch on skincare and so we felt like this would be um like really nice new perspective and I feel like it'll be like we have a little bit for everyone you know talking about this topic so we can jump right in Sydney if you want to bring us in with our mental health check-in yeah, so we're going to do a mental check-in. Um, I can go first. So I would say my check-in for this week has been my social anxiety. Um, that's something I've been struggling with this week and kind of just managing how I'm going to interact with people because since I'm newly back into the country, of course, I want to see all my friends. My friends want to see me, but I get very overwhelmed trying to make plans with people and I was like oh you should come here we're going out here we're going we're doing this we're doing that come here and as much as I want to it's like I am really I don't know what it I just feel overwhelmed with like it's not the people the person or the people themselves it's just the act of being social and then I get anxious about my anxiety because I know I have social anxiety so it's like I have low-key been avoiding like a lot of social interactions with my friends and then even like and so I live with a group of friends now and you now we all hang out, we talk a lot. And sometimes I just like kind of retreat to my room and cause I just, I'm not used to like being around a lot of people or being around like talking. Cause I was in a house basically by myself or with my mom, but I wasn't, I haven't been used to like communicating with people. So that's something I've kind of been struggling with just kind of like getting myself back into like social situations. I have very minorly met a few people up, had people come over, but I've been trying to put myself out there more, not in the sense of like putting myself out there for new people, but putting myself out there with previous friends and like not being so anxious about going to places. But yeah, I've definitely been struggling with that this week and had to just make a decision just now if I was going to hang out with somebody or not. But um, yeah, I guess the thing that I've been doing is kind of just telling myself like, it's not that, not that it's not that serious, but it's like, just do it and you won't regret like, just do it, you won't regret it. But it's not always that simple in your head. But yeah, that's my little check-in. What about you, Sierra? Yeah, very relatable. And yeah, so for me, um, I would say my check-in this week, I've been like stressing a lot recently. 
And before this like period of stress, I had a pretty good handle on how I dealt with stress. Like I would just make sure that I always like stay organized and have everything written down. Cause that automatically makes me feel like more confident. Like, you know, you know, I know what I need to do. We're just going to get it done. No issues. But recently I've kind of been slacking on writing things down for one. So things are constantly in my brain. Like you need, remember you need to do this. Remember you need to do this because my body is like, I'm not gonna let her forget this. I'm going to put it on her mind every second of every day. And that's like super stressful. And so like, I really need to do better. Like this week, actually I'm sitting here, like after we like film and everything, I'm going to like plan out my week. Cause I need to just like have a written record. Cause I know it's going to help bring my stress levels down. And then on top of that, I need to stop procrastinating because I've been procrastinating, like, because I'll be like so tired or just not in the mood to do it. So I'll push it. I'll push all these different things. So like, you know, this one date. And so like on Tuesday, I actually have like all these different things that I need to do by Tuesday. And it's like, I can't do this next week, you know? So like this week was kind of rough. So next week I know like, and I'm setting myself up now like to write, have written record of everything. So if anyone listening, I feel like this would be a good tip because it helps me, it really helps me manage stress. Cause I, when I have everything written down, I can release it cause I do what I need to do each day. And you know, I'm on track. So it's nothing to stress about. And then the procrastinating, you can't procrastinate. Like you have to remind yourself in those moments when you want to procrastinate that like, you're going to regret this later. Like it may be uncomfortable now, but in a couple of days, it's going to be deadly. So just get it done, you know? And so I kind of did that on that last week, but this week I'm moving into it in that headspace. And um, honestly, sometimes you have to go through like the valleys to learn. Like this week taught me a lot. So I'm like, okay, you know, it was rough, but I learned, you know, I know what, what I need to do to make it better. So that's my check-in. That's good, but at least you know, you know what to do. That's good. Um, we can get into defining healing. So, you know, we always give the textbook definition. We can give a little recap if you either didn't listen to the last healing season or you don't remember, we got you. So the textbook definition of healing is a positive, subjective, unpredictable process involving transformation to a new sense of wholeness spiritual transcendence and reinterpretation of life I like that it's a very I feel spiritual definition it's not actually what I expected like I thought it was going to be like for the textbook I thought it was going to be like I don't know what I thought but that's not what I expected but I like that definition yes I love it too and to add to that um like a two-part to the definition is that healing is the personal experience of transcending suffering and transforming and so that's amazing. Like, I kind of feel like that's very mildly touching on what I said in, in the check, in my check-in, just about how like healing really does involve like kind of like that suffering period. And, you know, you kind of give yourself permission to be transformed by it. And so like you become be better because of whatever you're healing from, you know, like whatever trauma you're healing from. And so I feel like that really is, like you said, Cindy, a very spiritual, like definition of healing because it really is just like ever evolving in that way um and I also like how it says like in the definition that you read that it's positive one even though there may be like negative aspects to it it's positive and it's unpredictable so you never know when you're gonna have to like make turns or restart certain journeys you know like life is just it's a process and you just never know yeah I totally agree I feel like healing is very multi-dimensional like we always we said in the last season healing is not linear 
and it's so it's so much easier like I think that's that's obviously everything it's so much easier said than done or being in process because like yeah we know sometimes you have to come back or sometimes you have to go for like you, you don't just keep going straight but like when it's actually you're living that it's like dang like I think I mentioned in my last check-in or something like that and I was like I'm not where I, like I had I was going somewhere I was had these goals and I was getting forward and then all of a sudden I went back like five steps and it just feels like terrible when it's like you worked hard to get a certain place and then you literally just are not even at that place anymore and you just recline like five steps it's very it's like that's traumatic in and of itself for me anyway because this is like damn oh can we say that yeah it's okay but um <laughs> it's like yeah but it is very multi-complex it's not it's not a simple thing um but yeah that's how I kind of think of feeling it's definitely not linear yeah so specifically like we've been saying like in this episode we're talking about skincare and we wanted to start out talking about healing from acne which is a form of suffering if you've ever dealt with it you know you'd be suffering and um we kind of just wanted to like share a little bit about our experience with acne or other skin ailments and so I'll start out um I literally remember I mean I don't remember the first day I had my first breakout but I remember first getting acne in fifth grade I was at Marlton Elementary and I also remember as I was reflecting on this episode like this is a true story I remember this boy like I was coming out of the bathroom and I remember like he made a comment like about the pimples that I had at the time on my forehead and it's just like so amazing to me how still to this day you know I remember that and I think it really shaped it kind of laid the foundation for my acne and me viewing it as such a bad thing and like being so ashamed and like wanting to hide it all the time. And so then going into this like spiral of like discovering makeup, you know, fifth grade, headed into middle school, discovering makeup and finding all these ways to like cover up these ailments. So in addition to acne, I also had eczema. And so I kind of went into like a body care phase too, where I was like, just doing a lot of experiments and things, but coming from a shameful place, like trying to hide or get rid of these things. Um, and then fast forward into like college. So I just finally decided. So all throughout from fifth grade, all throughout, you know, of course it's acne, is, it fluctuates. Sometimes it was better than other times. Sometimes it was worse. But when I got to college, I was like, okay, I'm going to do something about this. So I finally, I was kind of seeing a dermatologist before college as well. When I got to college, I got a new dermatologist and I, I, started, I started a very rigid treatment plan. And so I'll just share the drug, I don't mind. It's called Accutane. And it's it's the strongest acne drug on the market, literally. I mean, to my knowledge, it doesn't get any stronger than that. Um, it's an oral medicine that you take, but it kind of heals your acne from the inside out. But it's very, it's very, very like tough to take it because you deal with like extreme dryness, like everything is dry. When I say everything, I mean everything. You have like muscle aches because it's drying out so much oil in your body. Like the lubrication that is needed for your joints also gets dried out in the process of you trying to like clear up your face. And so that's just like a couple of the symptoms. It's it's honestly, for a lot of people on the outside looking in, it probably seems like, are you really putting your body through that much just for clear skin? And for me, yes. And I would do it again, quite frankly. And I did it twice. <laughs> I did it twice and I would do it again, quite frankly. But I finally was like, I'm just going to do something about this, you know? And so I 
sought out that resource, the dermatologist. And ever since then, I, from that point forward, after seeing my skin clear, honestly, for like the first time in my life since fifth grade, completely like that, when I was fresh off the, the medicine, I was like, honestly, like, I don't know. It just, something hit me. Like once I realized I had the clear skin, it was like, I thought when I had acne, I was going battling. I thought like my life would be so much better with clear skin. And then my skin was clear and it was like, that was nice, but I still had other things to stress about. I still had other life, you know, things, things that were of higher importance. It kind of just like something else took the next spot, you know, wherever, you know, the role that acne was playing in my life. And that showed me like, regardless, like, yeah, the acne, you know, was kind of uncomfortable to have, but like, you're still Sierra, you're still, you know, who you are, your inner beauty is still something that you're going to have to continue to work on, you know, life is not just going to become magical once your skin is clear. And so from that point forward, sorry, this is a long story, after getting off the medication and finally having clear skin and having that epiphany, from that day forward, I told myself, like, no matter what breakouts I get, like after my second round of acne, say, mind you, because after the first round, I wasn't there yet. Once I did the second round, got my, my skin clear, my skin clear again, then I had the epiphany that like, I don't really care, like whatever breakouts I have in the future, like I'm not going to allow them to rule my life. It's just not worth it. Whether my skin is, I have acne or not, like I've realized that I just, I can't keep giving this one minute thing so much attention and power over me. And so, yeah, so now I'm more like taking natural approaches to my health both inward and outward with my skin and my eczema. Like we'll talk about products soon. I'm going to wrap this up, but I just want to make sure my little timeline and Sydney, I'll allow you to like, go ahead and like share yours. No, I really enjoyed that because I'll say I kind of know your story because I'm saying your cousin, but I really feel like people are going to, um, I would say be impacted. Yeah. Be impacted by and enjoy your story just because like you said, you came to that end conclusion of at the end of the day, it is what it is. Like, and I feel like that's for so many things, like even um, with like with our bodies and like working out for the best, it's always going to be something else. Like you people always, you have this end goal and it's like, there's not really, there's always going to be something else. It's, you're never going to be satisfied until you truly like take the acceptance of loving yourself. It's like, and that goes into aspects of so many different things, but until you truly just have like accepted yourself for who you are, any adjustment, any, anything is like, going to be good for like temporary it's not gonna fix your your whole issues but enjoyed your your little tidbit and storyline very good um for me I didn't really struggle with acne as much in my younger years um I really was the person to use the cheap drugstore products and and I think that mostly comes down to um genetics beyond and that's another aspect that I think is another important part in skincare is people have different genetics. So in the whole, like comparing people's skin, comparing people's um, skincare routines, and this person might use this product and whatever, whatever, let's take into consideration genetics because my mom didn't really suffer with acne. My dad did. And I think that was given to my sister. My sister got that trait and I didn't get that trait. So it's not something I majorly struggled with in my younger years. However, during the pandemic actually, which it was weird. I don't, and I'm not going to say it was, I started using Fenty and my skin broke out really badly, like all over my chin and like on the sides of my face. Um, and I'm not saying it's just a Fenty product, but I do think that they have, those products have a lot of um, perfume in them. And I was using the whole set and skincare yes. have, product, 
have perfume in it. So, yeah. and also, I just want to say, like, you're not the first person I've heard that from. So, y'all, yeah, stay away. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not, and I'm not really a mate at the time. I wasn't a major skincare person, so I'm like, yeah, it'll be fine. Like, I heard of the reviews about it, but I was like, I'm not, I don't have sensitive skin. I don't really use like serious products anyway, so it should be fine. But also, I did just to not throw fancy in the bus, even though. But anyway, I researched chin acne is actual actually hormonal so that could also have played a factor into the breakouts that I was having because it was literally concentrated on my chin and the sides of my face it wasn't anywhere else so that could also be a factor because our bodies tell us like Sierra was saying when you're stressed our bodies tell us from the inside out where the issues are so it could have also been hormonal but that break that big breakout that I had luckily for me I was inside the house it was during lockdown so I didn't really go anywhere I did um, stay with a fam, move to stay with some family in it. I feel like I was always talking about it to like kind of like make my, like make everyone else aware that I'm aware. I don't know. I feel like I was kind of, I don't, it was a weird situation because I've never had like breakouts like that, but I did take the time to, once I was understanding of like having this breakout, I really took time to learn about skincare and products. So obviously we're going to get into that later, but I really did a lot of research on ingredients. And that's when I was like, okay, now I'm going to start getting, like actually looking at the ingredients of products and like understanding what it is. So I learned what hyaluronic acid is and what that does and how it binds the water. I learned what salicylic acid, I learned about retinol, niacinamide, and I really researched into a lot of ingredients and that was fun for me I enjoyed learning new things so like that was something that I enjoyed about that kind of experience was educating myself on what skincare is because before I never had I just kind of picked up the first thing and I always even when I wasn't looking at the ingredients I kind of had a routine I just wasn't as educated on what I was necessarily putting on my face but I've always enjoyed the self-care portion of you know face masks and washing my face I always had a routine but it wasn't necessarily with intention it was just because I thought that was what we had to do as women I guess which we'll talk more about later about more while we value skincare and who value skincare um so that's my little I guess um experience with acne I'm still just kind of recovering from that breakout and like trying to heal the scars but I'm definitely more intentional about what I put on my face which is good for me because I feel like I'm conscious about what I'm putting on my skin in my body and that affects as we know a lot of different aspects our anxiety our mental health our physical um health so yeah I just feel more educated and aware of my own body which is always good yeah and I literally just keep thinking of like suffering to like transformation or what was it yeah suffering to transformation and like how you went through that experience and you were transformed. Like now, you know, you know what not to put on your skin and what things your skin like. So healing through skincare really is such a beautiful like thing to talk about, um, just like healing in general. But yeah, so to kind of piggyback from kind of where you like ended off Sydney with like um, our experiences and like how we both had totally different experiences as you guys heard, like, you know, with our skincare, but they're both still, equally valid you know and it's the same with everyone's skin journey and whatever ailment skin ailments you have like everyone's experience is valid and having acne can make you feel more depressed or angry or anxious or overwhelmed no matter if it's mild or severe and that is valid it's valid like like I was kind of saying like in my journey how 
I would do put my body through like what I put it through again for clear skin. But at the same time, I still like at the end of it, I still hold true to the fact that like, I know that it's not the end all be all and I'm more than my skin. But do you see how it's like, it's a very thin line though, you know, like I still would like clear clear skin. Like I'm not saying (laughs) that looking at yourself in the mirror and like battling acne, like I'm not going to raise my hand and be like, yeah, I'll volunteer a tribute. Like not necessarily, (laughs) not necessarily, but I do have a different approach to it in terms of how I manage it, in terms of how I let it control my life. Um, But it's valid. Like those things are hard to wake up every day and like look in the mirror and not be happy with what you see and, you know, get a new breakout and it happened completely out of your control. And you're like, what am I doing wrong? Like that, it can be hard to deal with, but I feel like through therapy and through like, you know, like Sydney said, getting the right products, natural products, like you can like help manage your symptoms and make it a little bit better and feel better about yourself. So it doesn't have to rule, rule your life. Um, and the first step is to get help, like with anything. And so for me, that was going to the dermatologist for you, Sydney, like you had to switch out your products, or whatever other things that you may have done. But um, many people like experience significant improvement in their self-esteem and quality of life when their acne improves, or even when you're working towards it, like your acne may not be better, but you like genuinely just like, you know, having hope and working towards improving your skin, that can be kind of just enough to help boost up your self-esteem a little bit. Yeah, I totally agree. I feel like the healing of your skin can also be synonymous and like metaphoric for your like mental healing or any other healing that you're going through because it is a healing experience. Like you're healing your literal dermis, epidermis, (laughs) but like it can be synonymous and metaphorical for your literal healing. Like sometimes it'll get clear and then it might break out again or you get it gets clear like you just it it, I feel like it you can use it alongside to guide you in the like the process of healing and I feel like that feels good because you can sounds like you can see a representative of your healing so if you're working on like internal healing and your skin starts to get clear and like you said now that that's the end all be all but you can feel the almost the labor the the fruits of your labor being what is I trying to say? Yeah, the fruits of your labor happening in a physical sense because you can see that your clear, your skin is getting clearer. Um, so I feel like that could just be like a a little added benefit to your healing journey, having a physical aspect of it that you can see because obviously you can't see healing. Maybe you will act different, you will feel different, but you can't really see it in essence. So, and honestly, like I feel like that was very well said, Sydney, because really like acne itself is like, to me, an inward thing, like from the research that I've done, like, yes, of course, like in Sydney's case, you can do something like, you know, use the wrong products and have a flare up, you know, but like that type of thing, hopefully it'll like clear up, you know, in due time when you remove the product, but like other like acne ailments, like I, from what I've found researched and I've watched so many videos and read so many articles, it seems like it really is inward, whether it's a hormonal imbalance or whether it's you eating the wrong foods or whether it's, you know, something going on in your body, stress, whatever. Like, I feel like it all kind of has an inward approach. And so similar to kind of like with what you said, like how your inner healing journey can reflect what's on the outside. I think that's so true in the sense of like, once you like intentionally start to like nurture yourself, I feel like naturally, hopefully your skin will kind of like start to take heed to what you're doing inwardly. 
in terms of like working on yourself and then also like just being more healthy and like holistic with what you put in your body and also what you put into your mind and your spirit. Um, and so, yeah, I feel like this really is such a spiritual thing and, a, you know, also a physical thing, of course, with skin, but it's also like much deeper than that. So um, back to talking about like kind of like nurturing yourself. Um, and so it's very important, like, of course, to like not be like so strict with your skincare. Like, I don't think it's meant to be something like a drill. Like, I mean, I don't know. Brushing your teeth is kind of a drill. It's not optional, but <laughs> I feel like skincare, you have a little wiggle room, you know, like there's no, like, this is clean. This is, you know, more hygiene, hygienic. What is it? Hygienic. Hy hygienic. Yeah. Hygienic more hygienic than this you know like I don't think it's really like that like when we were before we started filming I was talking to Sydney I'm not going to drop any names but I was talking to Sydney about how I know someone who like you know is comfortable and completely content with washing their face with a warm washcloth every morning and every night and that's it no more well I will say though it was explained to me that you know when you wear makeup like a little cream in the morning it has SPF so they're getting sunscreen but <laughs> they don't do any moisturizer any toner any oil nothing and okay that's cool and then I have like I probably I probably have like a it depends on the day a three to six step skincare routine and mm -hmm. both of those are fine those are two different ways that we nurture ourselves for her a warm washcloth in the morning is nurturing you know it's it's authentic it works for her for me, I need my three to six steps. I need my SPF. I need my lip balm, whatever, you know? So yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, what you're saying makes so much sense. It's like, I feel like people do get caught up and I say people, including myself, <laughs> get caught up in the, the big steps. And like, I have, I do face mask Friday and mask Monday. And that's like more so a routine for myself, just to remind myself to do a face mask. And it's like an enjoyable ritual self-care thing but we I feel like we do get caught up in the whole spending a lot of money on products and and even though that's there's nothing necessarily wrong with it it's like at the end of the day it's what works for you and like we said but like I said before everybody's skin is different so one person literally might be able to just use a washcloth and their skin would be absolutely fine because their genetics allow that and some people it may not so like you know the always the biggest thing is like keep drinking water and while yes water does heal and save a lot of things and you definitely drink a lot of water that is not going to clear if you have hormonal acne if you have um genetic acne drinking water is not alone going to clear your skin or just washing face with a washcloth. that's not going to be enough for you it's just not no matter how you know how many people tell you that drink more water your skin's not going to get clear by drinking water i'm sorry if anyone thought that but that's just not the truth but you should still drink your water though it but anyway help, though. it can yeah. help I'm not bashing water because yeah. I, I walk around with a, a liter of water. I'm not saying don't drink water. I'm just saying yeah. that alone is not going to clear your skin cysts. Like, it's just not. But anyway, um, I forgot my train of thought. But that's to say, yes, we all are different. So, and that's totally okay. Like, like for, and I feel like, correct if I'm wrong, Sierra, the skincare for, for me and you, it is like a self-care ritual. Like, yes, it's doing something literal to help our skin and heal our skin. But also it's like, it's a comforting thing. It's a self-care thing. Like I'm giving time for myself. I, this is something I'm dedicating. I'm taking time out to, I'm not doing work. I'm not doing school. I'm not doing anything else. This is me time. So it means something different for everybody else. Um, I just feel like it's, that's good to keep in mind. And again, like you said, or not to jump back, but Sierra was talking about like, um, 
everybody's experience is different and it's valid regardless. Like so many people probably would have told me that my breakout was like, oh, that's nothing. I have a full face of acne. And like, while that may be true, it's like my, their pain and their experience is valid and my pain is also still valid because it's, I'm not, I don't have their life. I don't have their genetics. I don't have their situation. So it's like, I can't compare myself. They can't compare themselves to me and say, oh, she's better because she only has chin acne or she, whatever, you know, I'm, I'm trying to say like, everybody just has a different life. And I feel like we just have to keep telling ourselves that in so many different aspects. It's just like, we all have different lives. We really cannot compare and contrast because I am not you, you are not me, and you never will be. Ooh, that was a little bar. I'm not you, you are not me, you never <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. Yes. That's my but, Yeah, but everything you said was facts though. Like you really do have to understand your, your acne, if that's what you have, or just your skin, period. And, you know, seek out those treatments that are appropriate and beneficial to you as an individual. And so, yeah, so we want to talk about more about like what we prioritize and our values, because we found that like kind of like the, the difference, like as we were talking about, like Sydney, how you were saying, like, you know, like with product overhaul, like that's not really good for anyone. But for some people, if you prioritize testing out skincare products, then that's your priority, you know, and you're using yourself as a guinea pig. Um, you know, there's some people on you, like I follow this YouTuber who does like, she makes skincare videos. And so she tests out a lot of different brands, you know, and they do reviews and that's her purpose. You know, she is the guinea pig. She tests it out and let us know, let us know how it is for her skincare type, <laughs> you know? And so that's what she prioritizes. Therefore, that is a value, you know? And so just kind of talking about how like our priorities, we don't realize stem directly from our values so you can't prioritize something you don't value so you can tell yourself i'm going to go to the gym i'm going to prioritize this every week every day and why do you not ever go because you don't value that you don't value physical health in that way and so it's important to like either really sit down and evaluate what you value and how you can begin to start valuing this if that makes sense but you don't want to pretend and trick yourself into thinking that you can prioritize something in your life that you just don't value so similar to like with skincare, um, like Sydney, like you said, like both you and I, we like skincare for like the nurturing aspects and like the self-care piece at, at sometimes. And also I wanted to also say, I hope this isn't going off on a tangent that for me in my life, I recognize that I put so much emphasis on skincare that I forgot about all the other skin on my body. Do you guys not realize that our face is a tiny slab? We have yeah. more skin on the back of our thigh than we do. <laughs> we have skin on the bottom of our foot. We have skin no on the on our kneecaps, everywhere. Like skin is the biggest organ. And it's like, we just put so much emphasis on this one little perfect Baby. oval. And it's like, your arms is ashy, your legs is <laughs> crusty, your feet is crusty. Like, I'm just kidding. But seriously though, like, that yeah, like you know like do you just value like I had to check that for myself like do you just value your face that's it like, what, that's really I feel like it's because of what other people see that. well not just you but just generally that's because yeah. that's what the world sees and that's why I feel like we emphasize the face because that's exactly. what everyone else can compare you to or can exactly. judge and that's how you have to check your values. Like, am, am our values aligning with the values of the world? Or you know, I had to check that, and now I've been doing better with like taking care of my full body all skin, I can go into detail, but all your skin, taking care of all your skin. And I had to check my values and, you know, I was able to do it that way, but you don't want to like, what I'm learning from this, which is so powerful is like, don't go straight to prioritizing something, go to your values first, 
then work on prioritizing it and it'll be so much easier. I like that, Sierra. You said that so well. And I'm going to say a little, Sierra, remind me where this excerpt is from. I'm going to read a little excerpt um, about value and priorities. So the the excerpt is, value is created in the human mind. It does not exist in nature. You won't see a sign under a sunset that says, value this. The sunset has value if and only if you give it value, i.e. you create the value in your head. You invest energy and effort to fully perceive it, which allows you to appreciate it. While it does nothing for the sunset if you value it, valuing valuing it does wonders for you. The moment of value creation makes you feel more vital, engaged, interested, appreciative. In short, more alive. Life means more to you at the instant you create value, just as it tends to mean less when you're not creating value. Most positive emotion, passion, meaning, purpose, and conviction come from creating value in most emptiness, aggression, and depression, follow failures to create value. And I love that little sunset. Um, what is that called? It's not a synonym. Like analogy. Yeah. Analogy. Yeah, analogy. Because that's so true. Like some people, some people really don't value the sunset. It's not doing anything for the sunset for you to value it, but because you have a priority and you value that it creates something for you and that's something great for you, but that's not the case for everybody else. And reflecting that back to the skincare, I was talking about how me and Sierra, that's a priority and a value for us. And that does something for us, but that's not everybody's story. Everybody doesn't care about skincare and that's okay. Like you don't have to, it's your face, it's your body. So, you know, but I really love the excerpt. It's very powerful, I feel. Yeah, and I love it because when I was writing the episode and I was thinking about this, I was just thinking about it strictly with skincare, but like now as we're talking about it, I'm like, this applies to like just so many other things in life. And it's literally making me, after this episode, I want to sit down and like write a list of my values. And like, I think I'm really going to do that because I just think it's important to like, because they change, you know, they evolve and they change over time. Your values that you have in 2021 are not going to be the same, hopefully as 2030, you know, they're going to change and adjust. And so, and therefore, of course, your priorities at the time are going to change and adjust. And so I just want to like sit down and like literally like write a list of my core values and then from there, like after I like sit with those and like, you know, reflect on them, then like kind of make priorities according to those. And I'm really interested to see if I'll be able to be more consistent with like, or like, you know, uphold my priorities better from doing this because I've never done it. So I'm gonna try it out. I'm gonna let y'all know if it works or not. Um, but yeah, but we wanted to also, Cindy, did you want to share anything else about value? Because I didn't want to change the topic. Um, no, but before I now you really think so now you just said that. Um, I think the writing your values on is a great idea. I actually, I've mentioned before the class I took like a last semester, the few semester about women leadership. And that was one of the first things they had us do was write down our vows. And of course it was in relation to work and knowing what kind of, what you value in terms of a work ethic, culture, and also what your, um, what your strengths are, what you bring, how you can relate to a, a company, a brand or a role, whatever. And it really does make a difference once you have it in that and you kind of can like summarize what your, I mean, we talked about this in another episode, like what your life goal is or like what you want to work towards to help in the world. Once you know your values and you have that, you can kind of correlate just with like literally every aspect of your life. You're like, okay, I know I value these things and where does that play into my life? How does that, how do I see that in my life? Where is my time going for these values? Am I putting time for these values? Am I not putting, you know? So I definitely agree. I've done that before with the class that I had and it's very, um, 
impactful very meaningful so I definitely second the whole writing down your values because you think you know them but like in your head like oh yeah I know what I value but writing it down there's a power in that so that's just my little tidbit but yeah you could go on to the um the next segment okay yeah thank you for sharing that I love that because that really is very true and that it's also making me want to start journaling more okay anyway um <laughs> so the next segue um oh so we wanted to talk about skincare products because why not we both mentioned how you know one we are trying to we, we use products I you know Cindy said it and I'll say it now that are like on the natural side healthy for your skin paying attention to ingredients and so that's why I felt like these products that we're going to share are actually something that I would not be afraid. I would say, don't be afraid to give it a try, I guess. I mean, of course, like we're not skin experts, but I'm just going to say that I wouldn't <laughs> say it if I, you know, like, yeah, it's not no fancy. Okay. And let's just say guys, it's not no fancy skincare. Love you. I love fancy makeup, makeup, Rihanna, you can take my money, but skincare, I'm good. Thank you though. Um, so I guess we could just go back and forth because we're going to do three both. Okay. So I'll let you start, Sydney, so you can share your first and then I'll share my second and then we'll go like that. Okay. First, I do want to say, even though I I did bash fancy skincare, I will say, just I will say, individually, I do think the products are okay. Like they actually do have good ingredients in them. It really is just the perfume. I think when you're using the whole line, I think it's just too much together. But I do still like that the moisturizer has SPF in it. I do occasionally use that. And the makeup remover, washer, it does really good at removing makeup. So even though, yes, I would not going to use the whole line continuously, the products are individually good. I'm not recommending you buy them, but I'm just saying I don't want to bash around it too much because the products, they are actually good quality and they do have like some good. Anyway, but yeah, back to my one product. But OK, so the first product I'm going to go with is aloe vera. I am an aloe vera fan, always have been, always will be. Um, my grandma has put me on to aloe vera at a very young age. So aloe vera, I think it's... Mm, I'm going to say this, but don't quote me. I'm pretty sure it's a humectant, which is like it seals in, um, it holds in the moisture and it holds basically seals with everything else you just put on your face. And also it heals scars. Um, it can heal cuts, like open wounds. Um, so yeah, I use that not just on my face, like all over my body. Um, and yeah, I love aloe and the actual plant too. I had an aloe vera plant. I used to use make face masks out of aloe vera plant. So that's my first product. Love it. I love aloe vera too. I actually like have an aloe vera plant and it's actually come in handy a couple of times. I burned myself while I was cooking twice actually. And I ran over, cut my little, cut a little piece of my plant. <laughs> Served me well. Okay. So my first product is actually a body care product. Yeah. I know we're going to share skincare products. But actually you can use this product on your face too though, but I don't. Um, but it's a goat milk and lavender, lavender soap. It's a bar soap. It's from the brand Purple and Prosper which is a brand that I came across from a, a podcast and she literally makes products in her home. Like they're, you can follow her page purple and prosper and like see how she makes her products. Um, but she make, you know, batch produces them like on a small level at home. Um, and they're very natural. And like I said, I have acne, um, not acne, well, I do have acne, but I have eczema. And so my eczema like attacks my body. I do have some dry patches on my face. I, I can get eczema on my face too, but mainly it affects my body. And so goat milk is like really, really good for psoriasis, eczema, dry skin in general. And so it carries like, I looked up the product because I want to make sure I explain this right. So it carries a similar pH to our skin. 
and leaves it incredibly hydrated. So it's not like throwing your pH too far off or too, you know, whatever. And so, yeah, so it's just, a, it's a really, really great soap. Like, especially if you have, like I said, any type of um, eczema or like psoriasis or dry skin, it's just so like milky and like really like soft and like nourishing, but also like it gets your body clean. And I was like, I've been using it for like only like three weeks, honestly. And I was looking at my skin this morning and I'm just like, wow, it just looks more even already just from using the soap. And so that's my product. We'll also put all these products in the show notes too. Love that. Um, my next product is, I'll say an ingredient SPF. Um, I'm a recent SPF user. I was, I used it on vacation, like my body, but I never used SPF on my skin. I just thought it was like one of those necessary things that only people with money or high skincare routines do but recently I've educated myself and become aware that I do need SPF on my skin so right now I'm using it's actually something I got in England which I don't think they have in America which I'm sad about because I think it's running out but it's basically an oil which I'm going to try to see if they have another kind but I love that it's a not an oil but it's in like oil form in like the little syringe form and I love that because it's not a cream so it doesn't give you the white cast it's just it gives like a nice glow and also it's also protecting your face it's SPF 30. Um, I will shout out black girl sunscreen I haven't used it so maybe I shouldn't really be shouting out but I've heard lots of great reviews so that's the only reason I'm comfortable kind of shouting them out and I do I plan on buying it after my oil runs out because I've heard great things so SPF you put on the end of your your end of your routine, whatever else you put on, SPF is the last thing. And yeah, SPF. I love that. I was actually going to share my SPF too, because I love it so much. I don't use Black Girl Sunscreen. Um, I've never tried it. I feel like I, I've, can you use that on your body? Or is it just your face? I don't see why you couldn't. I mean. Okay. I yeah. I think I might, I want to try it and use it for my body. But the one I use on my face is from the company Biosance. I really, really love Biosance. It's a woman-owned, all-natural skincare brand. They use like squalene oil that's like from whales or something. They use that in their products. Um, and like they have this whole like save the whales mission. I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> they like use a lot of like ingredients from like the ocean in a way I think like they use elderberry as well but they use really really natural ingredients pretty much um they use aloe all those different types of things and you know I use some other other products as well but this one I really like there's their mineral sunscreen so it's squalene and zinc sheer mineral sunscreen and so it's completely non-toxic it's really hard like I need to look into the black girl sunscreen I don't know if it's toxic or not but it's really really hard actually to find non-toxic sunscreens because a lot of them are for some reason toxic like you know they have like chemical sunscreens and i don't know yeah. so you know some of them can be just like a little too powerful and so i really wanted like a daily sun protection but like non-toxic also invisible so this one is also works really well for black people um by biosance it's their only sun sunscreen so just look up biosance sunscreen um but i love it so much i use it every single day you can reapply it it doesn't get like too thick um and also, I feel like you can mix it with your foundation too. I don't know. I've never tried that, but I'm pretty sure you can because it's sheer. So you can just add a couple drops like to your foundation for like extra SPF coverage. So that's my second product. I'm going to have to look into that because I definitely am on the lookout for a new SPF because I know mine is about to run out. Um, I'm really struggling to think of my last product. So I want to give like the good out of everything I use. I want to give like the good things. One, you actually made me think of it. So I'm going to say this one because you said stuff in the 
stuff from the sea. And my grandmother, it's called Forever Living. Um, that's the brand and they have like skincare. And I recently have been using, it's called the Marine Mask, which I could pull it out of my hands and look at the ingredients, but it's called the Marine Mask. And it basically similar, it had a lot of ingredients from the sea. Um, and I use that mask Mondays and face mask Fridays. And it's just a face mask. So um, yeah, I can't really speak too heavily in the ingredients, but I definitely noticed a difference in my skin. And I know that it has natural ingredients in it. So I feel like I trust it more just because of that. But yeah. Love that. Um, and I actually use those products too. I have my propolis cream. Thank you, Sydney. I've been using that on my body and I really like it. Um, anyway, so my next product is once again a Bioscience product. I'm, I'm, I like Bioscience, you know? I'm not, I've tried like honestly like two of their skincare packages. So I've used, I honestly think I've tried every single one of their products because they send me, so they send you these little travel size kits and I've gotten two and they like have all their products in many size. So I've tried pretty much all their products. And after trying all of them, I had like four out of like maybe 12 products that I like really like. Um, so this is one that I really like. It's really expensive, which I really hate, but it's worth it. So it's their squalene vitamin C rose oil. And it is amazing. It's results driven and it, it's true. Like your skin will start looking better pretty much after using your products. Um, and it's a blend to brighten, firm, and hydrate in one step. It's really, really gentle. Like when you put it on your skin, it almost feels like nothing, like, which I love. It doesn't feel heavy. It doesn't feel too oily. It doesn't like tingle or anything weird. Like it just like goes in your skin and like, it's like your skin just opens up and like seeps it in and then it's sealed. Like it's really, really, it's a beautiful oil. Um, it smells like just so natural like it doesn't have any scent like that perfume thing you were talking it doesn't have any perfume scent and it also doesn't have like any bad scent like it has that natural rose it is amazing like you can even read the reviews like under the product like actually it won it's a um it won an award um for some skincare i have to look it up but like it won like one of the top oils like of the year or something for some like skincare review you know, website, I don't know. But this product has really, like a lot of people may not use Biosound's products, but they get this oil just because of how amazing the oil is. It's $72 for context, but the bottle lasts a long time. Um, and to me, it's just so worth it. Like this is one of my, I would say my favorite parts of my skincare routine, putting this oil on, it just feels so nourishing and like I'm just like, okay, I'm ready to go to bed. I use it in the morning too. And then it's like, okay, I'm ready to go to work. So it's just like, it's, it's essential for me. So that's my last product. I'll, um, like I said, Sydney and our products, we'll make sure that we put them in the um, show notes. Um, but yeah, this is great. This is a really good conversation. I'm glad we were able to talk about like some real products, but also just talking about self-care and skincare and like nurturing yourself and, um values like we talked about so much just yeah. talking about skincare and so I feel like we touched on a lot of different things and I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode I enjoyed just talking about this with you Sydney so I'm glad we I, talked about this yes I enjoyed it as well um yeah I'm very excited for the rest of you and I have I think we have two more episodes of the season um so stay on the lookout for that everybody as you know follow us on Instagram at living within stigma um don't forget to leave a rating and review five star season um even if you don't feel comfortable writing you know words a five star goes a long way so 
and we would appreciate that if you could do that and yeah you can always interact with us on the instagram email us all that jazz but yeah nothing else i think that's it from us it's been great thanks everybody bye guys